Welcome to Box Press Radio. It is August 29th, uh, or 28th, I guess, actually. And I'm Dan. I'm Angela, and it's my birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Angela. And I'm Andrew. It is not my birthday. That would be really weird if you guys were married and had the same birthday. <laughs> actually, that'd be kind of awesome, because then I wouldn't forget. <laughs> well, now we have Facebook, so we don't forget that shit. Right? That's true. <laughs> say, if you don't send me an like birthday request, or if you don't send me an event notification, then I'm probably not going to remember it. We don't have to write that shit down in our Trapper Keeper anymore. Ah, uh, yes. Although I do miss writing movie quotes for my, the beginnings of my week. I, I don't miss writing any of that shit. I used to like doing that. It's a good like way to keep myself from not murdering people. <laughs> See, I my uh, my notebook hobby, and this is a real weird tangent we're going down. <laughs> uh, my busy habit in class or whatever I was doing to distract myself in school when we didn't have cell phones. Um, we did have computer games and I would draw up um, strategies for Counter-Strike like the original Counter-Strike because I had memorized the layout of the map so I could draw the entire map from like an overview and draw routes like it was a football like play Hmm. yeah that actually worked too it it was surprisingly helpful nerd Uh, yeah super nerd (laughs) yep so that was my while you were trying to not kill people I was planning to (laughs) they were just digital people yeah virtually anyway yes um so we have to start out uh Angela, how was your birthday, or your birthday weekend, actually? Well, I had to work today, so we celebrated it yesterday. We went to the uh, Spirit Halloween Mm -hmm. in town, Well, the one that they have open. They have two more that they're going to open up. That's already open? Yeah. Well, I think it's about the only one in town that's open at the moment, because the rest of them haven't opened yet. Um... Spirit Halloween's going to have two more to open. One actually in Glenbrook, and then the other one is... But you can't go to the one in Glenbrook, is the problem. Well, it's going to be actually in Glenbrook Mall. Yeah, but you can't go there. Why? Because FYE is a piece of shit. Uh, well... We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, but anyway... Um, then they're going to have one in Jefferson Point, and then... Like, I looked up, like, other stuff, like, other Halloween stores, and I'm not seeing, like, any that are supposed to be, like, opening anytime soon. So, um, we were kind of like, okay, well, I guess we go to the one Halloween store that's in open right now, and hopefully there will be more that will open up later. But. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta work on my, uh, costume, and we gotta start getting ready for Titus's costume. And I have some ideas. I'm actually kind of thinking, um, uh, what the hell is the game? Costume Quest. One of those. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just the cardboard box style, like, old school costume. I always thought those were kind of cool. Yeah, I yeah. think Titus would be cool in, like, the robot outfit or whatever. Yeah, and he sits in boxes during the daytime anyway. So right. So he would be right at home. 
you know, just paint it up to look like the one from there, and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if they don't get what costume quest is, you'd be like, he's a robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was like, that's the easiest and cutest thing I can think of. Um, Cause Titus he is will be comfortable young. in. Yeah, he's still young enough to where he doesn't really necessarily care what exactly he's dressing up as. So. Yeah, last year I carried him like to two or three houses like a block from my house. Right. So, and you know, so quick weird story and then we'll we'll get back to Angela's birthday weekend celebration um for like the last 9 or 10 months however old this child is that lives next door to me mm-hmm. um i thought it was a little girl because i've seen it in like girly clothes like pink and you know very girly shit um and it just kind of looks like a girl and it its name is river Mm-hmm. And I was, I said something about the little girl next door or something like that, or the neighbor's daughter, you know, essentially I said it was a girl to Ashley. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's a boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Like I've seen it in girl clothes and they named it river. It has to be a girl. And she's like, no, it's a boy. And I'm like, well, that's fucked up. Well, I was going to say, River Phoenix is a dude, or he was a dude when he was alive, but, you know. Yeah, but, like, that's a strongly feminine name. Right. I don't know. I was just like, that's got to be a girl. And mostly because of the clothes. Like, I always was like, oh, you know, it's a little girl. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, even just the other day, they were outside playing, and I'm like, you know, I'm 99% sure it was wearing a dress. (laughs) So... I, I don't know what to think anymore. Maybe they didn't get what they wanted or something. Maybe they're old-fashioned and they've got, like, the... It looks like a girl's dress, but it's, like, one of those, like, Stay puff Marshmallow Man sailor-type outfits, you know, that kind of looks like a dress. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, we, we did have some of those for Titus, but he just didn't wear them when he could, like, run around. Or they were supposed to have a girl, and they had a right. boy. Mm-hmm. And then all they bought was girl clothes. Yeah, that's possible, too. I don't know. I think they're just kind of strange, but... Anyway. um, Real quick, also, what are you guys smoking and or drinking? I'm not smoking anything, but I'm drinking Buffalo Trace because it's been that kind of day. That sounds nice. And that's what we have right now. So I'm having the same thing, and... I'm getting down to the end of my Lafincas again. I've got a couple of them in my truck, and then I've got like, you know, one one here that I'm finishing, another one that I'm going to have in a little bit, and then my last one's in the box. So whenever I get paid again, I will restock. So next show, I may not have anything to smoke. We'll see how that goes. But last night, um, I smoked something, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um. But yeah, so we went to Spirit. I looked around for my costumes for my next show, which is the first week of October. Mm-hmm. It's our Halloween show. Very cool. So um, our uh, it's going to be Phobias is what our theme for our show is. So I'm doing dolls and I'm doing snakes for my two skits. So... Um, I had to look for costume ideas and nice. things like that. 
I'm still very pissed off that she didn't like the fact, like the the song that I picked initially, but whatever. Yeah. For well, the snake skit. Yeah. You know. uh, what did you pick? It was "Here Comes the Snake" by Cherry Pop and Daddies. Hmm. But she wanted it to be a more jungly kind of skit instead of not, I guess. So mm-hmm. I, I I would totally watch burlesque to the bare necessities from Jungle Book. I'm not doing the bare necessities from the Jungle Book. Consider I, me disappointed. I am doing the snakes uh, song though from the Jungle Book, where he's uh, the trust in me song. Did well, you find okay, the I'm I'm doing the new version of the, that song from Scarlett the Scarlett Johansson one. version. Yeah, I haven't Scarlett seen that movie. I heard it was all right though. Well, yeah. I know we were looking. Th- I was looking through like all kinds of snake-related songs, and I found the original one from Jungle Book, and I played it, and I was like, "Eh, it's a little too slow." And he talks through that whole. Yeah, thing. it's it's not really singing so much as it's yeah. like him talking to uh, to music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd have to get like a dance version of it or something. Well, this the new version of it is done by Scarlett Johansson. And she plays the snake in the. Movie. She plays the snake. Uh, Does she actually with- sing it? Yes. Yeah. Really? I didn't know yes. that. I didn't know um, she could sing. Yeah, she, apparently. I mean, she does a good enough job for this one. But she um, she does this, this one, and it's it's a little bit faster. Not really, like, faster beat, but it's a, a more danceable beat, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds a little bit, like, sexier, I guess. Right. Well, you know. You know, and it's not like... Um, him talking through it to him and that yeah. kind of thing. So uh, I'm doing that version. Um, plus, she wants me to dress up kind of like a cave woman. Like doing... Amazon, like Amazon. Yeah, Amazon cave. That should at least be a cheap costume. Well, what I'm thinking of doing because all of the the cave woman things that I'm seeing um, are like uh, one piece. So I'm thinking of just, like, getting fabric and making my own. I was going to say, you could probably just sew that with, like, one or two pretty quick stitches. Yeah, I'm I'm going to make my own, like, kind of two-piece and then get, like, leopard print underwear underneath, that kind of stuff. Um, and then I'm going to try and find a wig with, like, the bone in the hair kind of look. Almost like a pebbles look, I guess you could say. I was going to say, totally go Wilma. Yeah. Just full Wilma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to do that kind of thing with that one. But for the doll one, I'm going to actually be the doll with a China doll mask. Um, I'm going to be a broken doll um, just for the creep factor of it. And yeah. so. We found a song so, by Sorley that works really well. Yeah. So we were talking about the uh, creepy clown that's been standing around neighborhoods and parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I forget. I want to say it was in like Pennsylvania. I think there's um, one in Pennsylvania. I know there's a couple. Some, I know yeah, there's one in Detroit too. Yeah. yeah, but like, it's a good thing that clown is not in my town because I have no fear of clowns. Yeah, and I would torment that poor bastard. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. creepy clown would learn the meaning of creepy. Right. It's mm-hmm. Like, oh, you want to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're gonna play a game, Mister Clown. <laughs> uh, That's one of the reasons why I never got really big on it because, like, I'm not scared of clowns. Like, they don't scare me at all. So yeah, and like, 
literally any time I see a clown, creepy or otherwise, I immediately think of the uh, scary movie two skit where he uh, drags the clown back under the bed and rapes him. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's never scary ever again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just never like clowns, dentists. Those are like two things I've never had any big major phobias or fears of. Which is anybody doing a dentist thing? No. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see that. Like, it's definitely a phobia, but it's mm. not what I think of when I think phobia. You know what I mean? I right. think like spiders, snakes, water, heights. Well, I was just th- I was just thinking because there's that song from uh, Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> mm-hmm. where the guys basically talk about being a dentist because he likes inflicting pain on people. <laughs> yeah. You know, that yeah. could be kind of creepy if you did it right. You know, yeah. Nobody did agoraphobia, I'm sure that would be pretty lame. Um, actually, we were thinking of doing that as our group number skit, but we didn't find anything good. Yeah, it's kind of tough to do that. That one for crowds or whatever, and that and you know outside <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, um, Diva showed up, guys. Hold on. <laughs> By the way, Andrew, did you see that fucking super hot, incredible diva cosplay on I've Facebook? Seen a lo- I've seen. I have seen a lot of awesome and/or hot Overwatch cosplays lately, and it's like. I wanted to cosplay as Overwatch, but why bother? Everybody's done it better already. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I really have been wanting to do a good cosplay, and I'm I'm really debating on what what to do. I'm mm-hmm. gonna finish my airship mechanic first, yeah, because it's easy, and I have basically half of it already. Right. Um. But I'm really. I still want to make a dead mouse head because it's pretty easy. And they they look really cool, and it's kind of perfect for like Halloween because you can walk around at night, people yeah. see the light up eyes and stuff. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but I hate paper mache, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I have some ideas, but I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna have to put something together. Um, at least before I'm probably just gonna do the steampunk mechanic. Or airship mechanic for the Renaissance Fair and for Halloween. Yeah. Um, and then for C two E two in Chicago next April, I'm probably gonna do whatever it is that I put together. Right. So that could be cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm really gonna. I I think I have like enough costumes to to do. Right. For a Halloween costume this year, but um. Our friends are getting married on Halloween, and they want me to be in the frickin' wedding, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that. So what else did you do for your birthday yesterday? Well, after we left, uh, there, we had, uh, gift certificates for the, uh, Casa Grande, so we went there. And we had lunch. Well, I guess you could call it like lunch slash dinner because we ate so much there that... We were good for the rest of the day at that point, yeah. So uh, we went there and freaking loved that place. Yeah. I've never been there. I need to check that place out when we're in town. I love the food. Yeah, if nothing else, it's definitely worth it because they do... um, I, I kind of liken it to the the, the Hispanic uh, Takaoka where they make like homemade 
you know, fresh in front of you guacamole, like with whatever you want in it, you know, okay. like you can get everything in it, including jalapenos and stuff. If you want, if you don't want that, just tell them no jalapenos. Like, all right, cool. Throws it That's together, cool. give you a big ass bowl of it and you can share it between you and whoever else you're with. So That's yeah, that, that's definitely the highlight of going there. But I mean, they have really good food. Their lunch specials are great because they're just the right portion to where you can eat everything and not feel like too terribly full. Like you'll feel full, but you're not going to be like, "Oh Jesus, I can't move," you know? Mm-hmm. Right. No, they do. They do a really good job. I do like going there because I know we've gone to both locations now. Because there's the one by where you work, and then there's the other one that's just a little ways up the road. Yeah. Which both of them are really good. The other one's kind of like a hole in the wall, though. So when you go in there, it's like there's hardly anybody around. And of course, because we went on a Saturday, normally the area where she works is more like that business lunch crowd. But since it's a Saturday, nobody was there. So we had the place kind of to ourselves almost. So it was pretty nice, quiet, chill. I got to have a 34 ounce Dos Equis Amber. So I was happy. (laughs) I mean, I just love the food for the fact that they. Everything tastes so fresh. Like, I always get the fajitas there, but this time I tried their um, seafood, uh, what was it, chimichanga? Seafood chimichanga? Yeah. And it, I mean, basically it's like the equivalent The Hispanic crab rangoon. Yeah, yeah, it's like, (laughs) Yeah. it tasted just like a crab rangoon with a little bit of uh, kick to it, and it was awesome. Like, I had that with rice. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. So, um, but if you're uh, ever in Fort Wayne, check out Casa Grande. If you like, yeah. if you like Mexican food, you know, if you love Mexican food and you love guacamole because their guacamole is awesome. So I take it their style is like it's like Tex-Mex kind of like hacienda or like you know American Mexican or is it traditional? Um, it's, it's more Tex-Mex style, but I mean, it's all fresh stuff, so I mean... Because I really like that style, too. I was just curious which one it was. Yeah, it's not, it's not like 100% authentic style, but I mean, it, you know, for the ingredients they use, it's kind of like, in a way, to me, it's almost a blend of both. Because everything's fresh, you don't get, like, wilted lettuce or any of that kind of shit, you know, it's... Like it's all, it literally feels like they prepared it for you, you know, picked it and the whole thing before you got there, so... Yeah. And basically, like, I grew up going to Banditos because my mother enjoyed Banditos, like, way too much. And Banditos always gave me, like, I would be in the bathroom an hour later because their food just made me have to take crap so bad. And Your cheese is disgusting, too. Yeah, everything didn't taste fresh. Everything tasted like... It was processed, that kind of stuff. But, like, this stuff tastes fresh, and it doesn't give me indigestion. You know, it's, I mean, it's just good. I don't know. But I go there every chance I get, and I had two gift certificates to go there. So we got $20 off. So yeah. for we paid 40 bucks. It was a $40 tab, and we <coughs> paid, like, 26 bucks after we paid the tip. So mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and he got beer, and we got one free dessert, and then we ended up ordering a dessert because we didn't know that they were going to give us a free dessert. Even though you mentioned it was your birthday, but... Yeah, yeah. but they didn't say... Yeah, not everybody does that. 
Yeah, they didn't say anything about it. She's like, oh, okay. When I said I was celebrating my birthday, they didn't say anything about giving. You are you are brave to tell people that it's your birthday at a Mexican restaurant. Well, they did <laughs> sing to me. Mm-hmm. I hate and that I shit. And I had to wear a sombrero. See, I I would yeah. never do that. I would so I would threaten people with death before I would deal with that bullshit. Honest, I don't even honest, like singing you know, normally. Compared to like most other restaurants that do that shit, theirs was nice. It was simple. It was it wasn't like overly hokey or drawn out it's like they came out they gave her the the choco taco like ice cream dessert thing yeah and they get, they put the sombrero on her head they sang the song and then they were gone it's like it was like the it's like the least hokey of those things i've ever seen so that's cool yeah so since we're on the topic of food you you mentioned uh the choco taco and dessert and that made me think do you guys like uh like the traditional mexican desserts like flan and that sort of stuff I've never really had flan. Um, trying to think what the uh, yeah flan. I don't think I've ever had either. I, like the only like, I I don't know your taste in dessert well enough to say whether or not you would like it, but it's a very unique dessert. It yes. has a real weird texture. Yeah, in general, See, Dan, I'm like you. I love you. cheesecake. Right. Cheesecake is like my favorite, but I know flan is completely different. It's kind of like a thicker cheesecake, I think. If I remember what somebody told now, me. Is, it's not thicker. I thought it was like more of a jelly, jello. It, it is kind of a, a gel. It's like a thick gelatin with a almost a crust. Like, you know how pudding can get a skin? Yeah. yeah. Kind of a similar thing going on. And it's got like a syrup deal going on. It's, I like it, but yeah, I was gonna say that, don't. That's my dad's favorite kind of like gelatin dessert or whatever is uh, rennet. Yeah. And that stuff gets like that hard skin on the top. Yeah, that's what you make uh, cheese with is rennet, actually. Right. That's what makes it gel. Yeah, he likes that. That's What I was thinking is like flan's kind of like Greek yogurt, where it's like, you know, Greek yogurt's a little bit thicker than regular yogurt. Yeah, it's still a little different texture, but it's a similar consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that would be kind of more of a mousse, but yeah. I don't know. Um, I, but I, you, you probably like some of the other ones, like churros and empanadas. I mean, oh yeah, I well, love chur- all of that. Churros, I know I like, because churros are essentially the same thing as what they used to give out at Taco Bell, which like those like cinnamon. Yeah, they're they're cinnamon yeah. sticks, but they're yeah. soft instead of crunchy. Yeah, well, not soft, but soft on the inside. Right, it's like a flaky dessert. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not usually a dessert guy. Most of the time, I don't even bother thinking about dessert. But since we were out and it was her birthday and everything, it's like we might as well have some dessert, you know? Yeah, we had a the quadruple chocolate cheesecake for the one that we picked. Which was the bomb. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> like the bottom um, had like a ganache on the bottom. Yeah. The bottom layer was a ganache, and then it was like a chocolate uh, crust, and then it was like. What was it like? A milk chocolate and a, a white chocolate? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all layered. It was pretty good. And then they put strawberry sauce over it mm-hmm. and whipped cream. Nice. And the choco taco wasn't terrible either. Yeah, and the choco taco was good. The only thing with the choco taco kind of thing is because it's an ice cream, they had to freeze it. So the actual like waffle cone part for the taco part, it's all soggy. Is yeah. soggy. Because they froze it, and then now it's, like, de-thawing, so now it's soggy. That's the only part that I don't like, so. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's not their fault. That's just the way it is. Um, that's how every one of them I've ever had is. 
it's just, you know, that's how that happens. But, um, but then after that we went to Spirit, and then after that we went to, uh, Rudy's, um, for their wine tasting event, which, um, it's basically like the last wine tasting we went to there. It was just someone there from Two E's mm-hmm. and Country Heritage. She had wines from both. Right. Um, and you just got like a little like jello uh, shot cup of wine. Of I was going to say, wines. not even a jello shot. It was like a quarter of a jello shot. Yeah. You know? I mean, it wasn't a full jello shot cup. It was like half the jello shot cup. So it was basically enough for like two sips of wine. Um, very small sips. And then uh, we each got a cigar, which I got my uh, groovy blue cigar. And then he got, what did you smoke there? I got the uh, Flor de Oliva, the, the ginormous, like yeah. 8 by 80 because they're cheap. And it was a big enough cigar that I would enjoy it long enough while we were there since we didn't have a whole lot of money to pick up stuff. So. Yeah, we ended up spending the rest of our money there. Yeah. Um, we got... Uh, we got some beer there. He got uh, the Shoreline Beltane Bomber, yeah. and then the Milk Stout after that. Mm-hmm. And then I had a wine slushy. Nice. And then we ended up going. I was trying to get people to come hang out with us while we were there, but nobody wanted to come hang out. So we left and we went home. And a friend of ours was like, "We might be able to come over. We'll let you know. We have to charge your phones." Um, and then we'll let you know at 11 whether or not we're coming out. And then, um, she said at 11 o'clock that she was falling asleep. So that kind of didn't pan out. And then my other friend was like, well, I've already had some wine or I'd come hang out with you. I was like, well, can we come there? Because I don't want to, it was like only 11 o'clock and I didn't want to have to go pick up Wednesday yet because Samantha was at her dad's. So I was like. Come on, guys. It's my birthday. I need to have some fun before I have to work all day today because I did have to work all day. And then I had practice after work. So, like, my day was full today. So I wanted to do as much celebrating today or yesterday as I could. So we went over to her house. I had, like, four glasses of wine. Wow. That's like a bottle. Yeah, almost, yeah. And depending on the size of the, the glass and the bottle. I know how you pour a glass of wine, man. Well, this wasn't... <laughs> this was not the, the big glasses that I have here. These were the, the, the normal size yeah. wine glasses. I have a big-ass fucking glass here that's like half a wine bottle. It's like a I brand, like my glasses. It's like a brandy snifter big. on top of a stem, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so... I had that, and then it was about 2.30 when we left there to go pick up the girl child, and then we went home, and then I had to get up for work at 10.30, so, well, I had to get up to be at work by 10.30, um, so yeah, that's kind of what I did, and then I stood around at work all day, but my job is really, my, my second job that I got is really pissing me off, because... I keep getting a schedule and then they keep changing it because they're just not organized, I guess. Like, every time I get a schedule, he's like, oh, well, you were going to go over to the New Haven store, but he didn't schedule you. So now I got to figure out where I can put you for this week. And I'm like, dude, can I just get some hours? 
Like, I've never had to beg to work before. Well, like, that's a I've, good thing. I, it's a good thing when you beg for work and you get work. It's not a good thing when you're begging well, I, I for I mean, it's a good thing not. that you've never had to. That's pretty damn cool. Well, I mean, every job that I've had, they're like, you know, when can you work? Okay, we'll schedule you. And then I'm, like, begging for a fucking day off, you know. But most of the time... I never had a problem, but these guys, it's like, okay, you're here. Okay, no, that's not going to work out. Okay, you're here. Okay, no, that's not going to work out. And it's like, what am I supposed to tell my babysitter? Like, this week, I've told my babysitter four different schedules. Like, I was supposed to go to a uh, game, a baseball game tomorrow, and I ended up having to work tomorrow. So I gave my tickets away. Now I don't have to work tomorrow. Now I'm pissed. Because I took the day off because it's Wednesday's birthday. Wednesday's birthday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday's first day of school mm-hmm. tomorrow. So I took the day off because she goes in at like 1220. And that's mm-hmm. like during my lunch hour. And I wouldn't have time to like get here and get back to work on time. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take the day off. Right. And then I had those tickets. So I was like, I'll take the day off. They can still go to the babysitters after school, and I can go to the baseball game, and everything's cool. And then I end up having to work. So I was like, well, the babysitter's still expecting to have them, so I guess I just have half the day off work and just work the other job for the other half. And now I'm like, well, now I don't have to work, and I don't have shit to do. I mean, things could be worse. Well, the... The worst part of it is I got this job to be able to pay my student loan bill, and if I'm not... Oh, no, I, I get you. I mean, you definitely want the hours. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, at least you have the day to do stuff, so it's not a complete waste well, now it just I'm, got totally trashed. Well, now I'm broke, so I can't really do anything, so I just feel like I took the day off... For no reason. For no. really no reason... Except for Wednesday, when I already had, like, the whole day planned, and then now I don't. So it's just, I don't know. I just feel like... So, I know this is really out there. Have you considered streaming on Twitch? Well, I mean, I have, but I usually didn't have time. I mean, it it seems like maybe that's something you should start working towards. Well, the one thing that we're going to be doing at some point in time, it's probably when our taxes come in, is getting an actual desktop computer out here for me, because we actually just got a desk for me out here. In the garage. My stuff in the garage, yeah, to put my stuff on, because we are planning on getting a desktop computer that's actually fast enough to run some games, because... Um, Fallout freezes all the time on my computer because my computer... Fallout 3, yeah. Yeah, my my laptop freezes playing most of the, the games. Like Hearthstone, it'll freeze. Yeah, Skyrim runs kind of so, weird too as well. Yeah, yeah, Skyrim runs weird. I tried playing that and it would like completely freeze up and like just... Yeah. I would have to shut my whole computer down and restart it. That's how bad it would freeze. So I'm like... I can't really play anything awesome on my computer, so... And Overwatch, as, Overwatch runs, but it's still not the... Yeah, Overwatch yeah. is, like, spotty. You can play Hearthstone, right? I can play Hearthstone. That's about it. <laughs> that's about it, but, like, I can stream that, but it's just, like... 
I don't know if I would actually make money off of that. You know, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't make money off of it for like probably four months or six months, depending on what happens, and you might never make money on it. But I guess what I was getting at is instead of doing nothing all day, try it out and see if you enjoy it, and try to get some viewers. Um, or even watch some Hearthstone streamers and see if it looks like something that you would like to do. Because, like, it sounds sexist, but girls are way more successful in streaming than guys are. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, we've been doing the podcast, so you're used to, like, talking on the computer and being interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just seems like it would be something that would work well for you and you have the technical knowledge to do it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, whereas a lot of people that would be good at streaming don't have the technical knowledge. Um, and at least with Hearthstone, it's an old enough game and simple enough that you can try out streaming without spending any money. Well, right. I was using the Facebook streaming earlier, but I wasn't really getting many views on that. But um, that's well, just and that's Facebook. there's a lot less, you know, potential for viewers. I mean, yeah. You know, Hearthstone is super popular, and it's probably not the best game to start streaming on because there's so many big streamers already. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pull viewers from them, but at least you could see if it's something you would, you know, enjoy doing. Because at the end of the day, streaming, you just have to do it because you like it. You can't do it expecting to make money because you probably definitely won't. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's almost like, well, I'll scratch off this, you know, scratch-off card that I found on the ground. Maybe I'll win a million dollars, you know? Like, yeah. chances are pretty fucking bad. But, hey, who knows? Yeah, but it's like, I just need a job that's going to pay me regularly because we can't afford another $550 a month going out the door. So... Uh-huh. And if I have to constantly, like, be on them, which, I mean, I made kind of a fit today about it because this has been going on for two weeks now since they hired me. And they knew my schedule when they hired me, and they promised me at least four days a week, and they promised me hours, and they're like, yeah, we're going to hire you, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And it's just like, now all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, it just keeps changing, and I'm not sure what we're gonna do about it and blah 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 and I'm like look dude tonight I texted him I'm like look if you can't promise me at least four days a week and if you're gonna keep changing it on me and I have to keep switching it up with my babysitter I can't guarantee I can get coverage if I have to keep changing it and I can't guarantee I'm gonna stay with you guys because this is bullshit I didn't say it was bullshit but I told him I was like I'm not this disorganized and I can't be this disorganized just for a part-time job that's not going to give me enough to pay my bills that I got this job for in the first place. Right. So, yeah. So then he's like, can we talk on the phone? And then, like, he called me and he's like, I'm so sorry. I promise you I'll get with her because he's wanting me to go to a different store. Another, the store in Decatur. Where, like, where are you working again? It's GNC in the mall. Okay, yeah, that's right. They want me to work in Decatur, and then they turned around. That's and a like, drive, dude. Not from our house. It's like twenty minutes. Okay. Um, and it's basically like going from here to Dupont Road every day. Um, yeah. and then they wanted me to to go 
to New Haven because for some reason they couldn't get me into Decatur because she wasn't happy with whatever was going on. So now they're like, oh, well, we're going to send you to New Haven. And now they're going to send me to Decatur again. And they just have to figure out what she wants to do about it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I don't have time for you guys to figure it out. You told me one thing, and now you're telling me 20 different other things. And it fucking drives me up the wall. Yeah. And then I have to tell my baby, my baby, my babysitter, 20 different things. And then she doesn't know how to schedule or understand, like, how much we owe her. Because now we've paid her for tomorrow, and now she's got to credit us that money for tomorrow because she's not babysitting for us tomorrow. Right, and they you don't want to do that to your babysitter either. Yeah, because she's counting. Uh, she's already been paid for this week, but she's, you know, counting on the child to be there, you know, and counting on and babysitting. Income from it, yeah. And counting on the income, and then she doesn't have time to be like, oh, well... They didn't come that one day, so now they have a credit. So now, you know, it's just stupid. Yeah. It drives me insane. I don't like to be disorganized. I don't like to to be this way. You don't like flip-flopping on shit. You yeah, that's, yep. that's been my biggest beef with Ashley's job is they can't keep a decent schedule. And they have her working like six days in a row a lot of the time. And it's like a four-hour shift, so her biggest check ever is like 250 bucks for two weeks Mm -hmm. and it's like well that's you know that's barely worth it like yeah it's nice to have that until you take into account how much of that we spend on babysitters and fuel and then you take taxes out of it again right and you're down to like you know you made like 50 to 75 bucks on a good week right so it's it's just super frustrating um, and then the scheduling on top of it, because I never know. I have to ask like three times a week, like, hey, what days, you know, do I need to try to be home? And I, you know, it, it's difficult when you work 40 minutes away because it's not like you can just, you know, mm-hmm. rush home and make it there quickly and not worry about it. You um, say, tell me about it when I, you know, I work, you know, at least 30 to 40 minutes away. So. You know, if something happens and I'm at work, it's like, well, one, I'm not going to get there very quickly. And two, I'm kind of like stuck in the middle of this office, you know, not even office, just in the middle of this building where, you know, like I remember one day I was late getting out of there because I was finishing up helping do something. And you were calling them, trying to have them get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we can't, you know, do that, but we'll tell them when we see them. And it's like, OK, well, you know. It's like, I just kind of want to know, A, if my husband's still alive, and B, if he's going to come home, you know, at what time he's going to come home. Right. Because normally I would have been out of there, but it's, you know, they ended up up conning me and the other guy into, you know, doing some plastic and cardboard cardboard bales because assholes never fucking do those things. So it's like there was a shit ton pile back there of shit that needed done, so they had us do it. And so by that time, it was like when I it was when I was working weekends. It was almost what six, seven o'clock by the time I got out of there. Yeah, at night, and he'd been there since four a.m. Right. So you know, I mean, you know, look great on my paycheck, but it's like I got other shit going on outside of here, guys. Yeah, there has to be a balance. Right. And that's yeah. part of the reason why I'm pissed off with work in general as it is right now. Anyway, just because it's like I'm back to being a manager without the title and pay and any other perks again. So, mm-hmm. I've been really trying to resist jumping in on the 
work bitch fest that we've been having lately, but unfortunately, yeah, yeah. now it's yeah. to me. All all I can say about my the only thing that I can gripe about at work is it's taking longer than I want to start getting our new website up and running mm-hmm. um, because of our owner dragging his feet on filling out some pretty basic paperwork. Right. Um, but I mean, like whatever it's going to get done so i'm not stressing over it um but um the only other thing is like people just keep making decisions without involving me when they affect me like hey we're gonna start using an ad agency and i'm like that's great like who is it and um Basically, I was just like, well, we'll do whatever you're going to do, and we're going to do our own thing on the web because we're going to have e-commerce up and running within 60 days. So keep that in mind. I don't really care what you do. And they they were like, well, you know, that doesn't work for us. And I'm like, it doesn't affect you. We're going to advertise everything you want advertised for the store, and we're also going to do our own thing. You know, you can choose to you know join in on it or not i guess but not really right um and then on top of it the person that's you know kind of throwing a fit over me telling them that is going on maternity leave until fucking december so i was just like well shouldn't really matter for you should it yeah pretty much but i don't know um yeah work has been fine the only other thing i guess is i don't like the whole um hourly thing the indiana state laws or federal laws change to where you can only be salaried if you work a certain number of hours or make or i'm sorry make a certain amount of money or have a certain title um and i don't meet either of the requirements and technically you can be salaried they just have to pay you overtime but it's harder to keep track of it, so they want you to clock in. And clocking in at work is a pain in the ass because of our clock-in system. It's a hassle, so a lot of the time you miss punches, and like it's no fault of your own. Like, hey, the program didn't work, and I'm not going to clock in 15 minutes late and leave 15 minutes late because it's your fault. So I'm just going to send you an email like every other day saying, fix this, fix this, fix this. Right. And they get pissy with you, you know. So that's the only other thing. But other than that, like, yeah, work is fine. Yeah, like my regular job this week, I mean, I didn't really have a whole lot of gripes or anything going on there. So. Yeah. um, But other than that, I guess it was actually a pretty good week. Um, We uh, didn't have anything really super special going on. Um, and most of the good parts of my week are part of other segments. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything exciting that I did this week. I got some cigars. I got my usual La Aurora's. I got a smaller size, though. I got, like, a Corona size. Okay. Because they were, like, $25 cheaper even still. Yeah. Um which I'm kind of regretting because they are kind of short. Like, I know what a Corona is. I knew what it was when I ordered it, but I ended up ordering two small cigars, so I don't have, like, the one big cigar to smoke if I have, like, two hours. Right. Um, but it's kind of worked out because it's been hotter than fuck this week anyway. Yeah. Um, 
so I got those and then my usual punch signatures, which I really like. The only downer on those is I get a lot of tunneling and a lot of um, construction issues with the last two boxes I've had, including this one. Mm. So I'm kind of irritated with that, and I might actually call Famous and complain. Like, I wasn't going to bitch because I know it's a handmade product. Yeah. But it's to the point where, like, three-quarters of a box between the two boxes have been almost unsmokable. Hmm. Like, some of them were completely unsmokable. Like, I'd get, like, a quarter in and they'd just completely unravel and fall apart. Or, like, explode like a firecracker. Nice. And then some of them have been so, like, just a tunnel all the way through to the point where there's no draw at all and I can't smoke them at all. Hmm. So... Well, the the cigar that I had last night, um, like as soon as I cut it, it seemed the the end of it just seemed to like crumble. So like every hit that I took, it I had stuff coming like out of the cigar into my mouth, and then I got down all the way to the bottom of the cigar to about an, uh, what about an inch and a half from the bottom? Yeah, you nubbed it. <laughs> I, I basically nubbed it almost, but I could have gone further had the construction not been so terrible because it got too loose for it to stay lit at that point. The only thing I can say is it may not be the construction either. It could be just the fact of the way their humidor worked too. Cause... Well, it, the edge, the end was very dry. Yeah. When I cut it, it's it just started like disintegrating at the end and so like every drag that I took off of it it was like coming off onto my lips and into my mouth and it was just like alright this this is a little this just got sexy yeah well <laughs> you know unfortunately it didn't taste sexy um mm-hmm. but yeah so that was the only issue that I had with the scar last night like it tasted awesome but it was just really dry right Hey, uh, Dan, what, uh, to kind of backtrack a little bit, your punch signatures, uh, you usually get the Robusto size, right? Uh, no, I get the, um... Gigante? Nope, the small one, um, Rothschild's. Okay. It's like a short Robusto. Right, um, do you know offhand, like, base price, what you pay for those? Um, I want to say, like... 60 bucks maybe let me look i can tell you exactly in a second okay i was just looking on because you've been you said you ordered from famous i was just looking to see what jr cigars had because i've liked them like between them and cigars international grand cigars international their shipping is even slower yeah even though i think uh, jr cigars shipping has gotten slower too because every time i've ordered now like i used to get them by saturday and now all of a sudden i'm getting them like monday or tuesday that following week so yeah, I usually get like three or four day shipping when I don't pay for shipping. Or right. Pay the cheapest if I have to. Right. Um, I paid like fifty five bucks for a box of eighteen. Yeah. I was gonna say like even even with just the base shipping where it's like you know three to five days or whatever it's like I you know I used to still get them on Saturdays now it seems like it's just taking longer for some reason I don't know if it's because maybe I'm ordering them close to holidays or what but. I don't know, but... Yeah. That cricket is pissed. Yeah, yeah, well, now it's getting colder outside, so they're venturing yeah. indoors, so now we're having the cricket epidemic again. <laughs> and cricket freaking 
deaths all over the oh, house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time we turn around, there's a cricket carcass somewhere. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm glad our cats are catching them, but I now cats not, ate that shit. Now they're not eating them. Like, it used to be last year. Well, they had, probably learned from last year yeah. when, like, they ate five of them and threw up all of them. I you had know. to clean up the, the cat puke with crickets in it. Now the cats are like, fuck that, I'm not eating them anymore. I'll just bite them until they're dead. Yeah, <laughs> so now Wednesday's like, they're all day yesterday. She's like, there's another cricket over here. <laughs> I found another cricket over here. I'm like, God damn it, what the hell? <laughs> hey, we killed them. We didn't say anything about disposing of them. <laughs> yeah. We did our job, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jesus. I was going to say, last night I came downstairs to take a piss or whatever real quick, and then all of a sudden I stepped on one because I heard the crunch under my foot, and I was like, God damn it. And I didn't have my shoes on, so that made it even worse. Yeah, that's kind of gross. That's almost like stepping in shit, yeah. depending on how big it is, I guess. Yeah, they yeah. these aren't like the big ones. These are the 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 They're black a, ones. Yeah, the black yeah. ones that are at least like, you know... Middle no, like knuckle to thumbnail the size. Yeah, they're, they're at least like yeah. middle knuckle, knuckle, tip of your finger size. Like, yeah, not terribly huge, but huge enough to make an impact. You know, yeah, nice crunch. Yeah, no, I was looking at Jr. Cigar, and I know they've got them for fifty nine. Yeah. yeah, i I get a good discount code on Famous, and then I don't usually pay for shipping. Yeah. Um. JR's been having some good promo codes too, so I mean, you may look into them. Like, you yeah, know, I'll out. I'll try it out next time and see if they're cheaper there. But mm-hmm. um, I typically just go with Famous, like I said, because of that coupon code. Mm-hmm. But I may just not get them for a while and see if the quality improves. Yeah. So, and I know it's not my humidor because I like emptied it out and um, seasoned it and everything. Yeah, I did the seasoning again and. Made sure everything is as it should be. Um, so, I don't know. We'll we'll see. This box, I'm not very deep into, but I've already had, like, two of them tunnel pretty bad out of, like, five. Mm. So, not thrilled with that. Um, and the last box I had, almost all of them tunneled or fell apart. Like, you know when you take a hit off of a cigar... And you hear an audible pop because the wrapper is cracking open. Yep. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's not like there's no change in temperature. It's not like I'm, you know, smoking it super hot. So, I don't know. That's it, a little frustrating. But, yeah. Um, so, did you guys get to watch anything this week or listen to or read? Yeah, not really. Nope, considering the fact that, for one, AT&T's been dicking us around on our data usage lately. So, it's like I can't even listen to fucking Audible on my phone because for some reason, even though it's not supposed to, it's been running up our data. I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. I thought you could, why don't you just download the books? I did. Or I thought I did, apparently. Apparently I did. Yeah, that's weird. Because I know you can set Audible to not use um, data. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I haven't had any issues with it because I always download like podcasts and audiobooks. Um, yeah, well, I know like my podcast addict, that one tends to like it. It downloads it, but it like stream downloads it. So like that one, I haven't been using lately. But the other day, I got a book on Audible and I started listening to it, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting like data, you know, usage messages and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? 
Like, I thought Audible doesn't use data. I thought it was all, like, downloaded books or whatever. Well, it's supposed to be, but it sounds like your phone is not doing what it's supposed to. Either my phone or AT&T's fucking shit up, one of the two. Well, I mean, AT&T shouldn't have a a chance to fuck anything up if the phone works because it you know the phone wouldn't use data at all if it was playing the downloaded version right so i would try to set the phone to not use data or even turn data off and see what happens like just try it right and just find out like is it trying to only stream or will it play a downloaded version right i don't know either way it just you know, that's been pissing us off lately, but now apparently they've changed their plan, so now we've, we're up to, what, like 16 gigs or something like that? Yeah, we had 15 um, gigs a month, and now it's, uh, they changed all their plan sizes and things like that, because I guess now what used to happen, if you went over your plan uh, gigs, then they would charge you per gig basically $15 per gig After overage. That, yeah. So now they changed it to where if you are going over your data, they're just going to slow you the fuck down, basically. So Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's better than getting charged a shitload of money. Yeah, because we got charged like three extra data packages, like three Damn. extra gigs, basically, this month, because I don't know what the fuck was going on, but... Then they told me I was the one that used the last gig and it wasn't him. And I'm just like, well... According to the data usage here, yeah. According to the website, he's the one that uses all the data. How is it I threw it over? But whatever. Either way, I need to figure out why he's using most of the data. And all I was... When we're not doing anything different and it's going up every month. Because since July, we've been like hitting our our data, data caps, you know, data cap, and it's it used to be like we would be close to hitting the data cap, but mm-hmm. not going over, and then we would have and AT and T has the rollover data, so then we would have a little bit extra for the next month, right? And then that kind of thing. But now, like the last two or three months, we've been like either hitting the data cap right on the day that it would change right, or, or going over. over like a gig. But then this month or this past uh, billing cycle, we went over three and I'm like, I don't understand if we're not changing what we're doing, how are we going over? Yeah, that's crazy. We're using our phones the same way every month and it's been getting higher and higher and I don't understand. Yeah, and they're like, well, you need to do this, this, and this. I'm like, I understand how that works, how we can restrict the data, but if we're not using it any differently, why do we have to restrict it all of a sudden? Yeah, that's really weird. The only thing I can think is that the apps updated and changed to kind of fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know what, like, you know, I don't know what else would do that because, like you said, nothing you did changed, and it's not like your data limit changed. So the only thing that's left is the app. Mm-hmm. So the apps that you use must have changed. So I don't know. I would just make sure to set all of those bitches so they don't uh, just well, tell them, like, hey, you can't use uh, data. Like, well, you can only use downloaded versions. And on his phone, it was showing the thing that was using the most data was YouTube, and he restricted it. And we mm-hmm. were still, like, 
going through a basically a gig every few days. Right, because I restricted that, and then I was listening to the Audible book, and then all of a sudden that jumped up everything, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, but... That's weird. Yeah, it's... I'm just like, is there something going on with the phone? Because we just had a software update uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. We've had a ton of software updates here lately, like at least one a month. Right. So I don't know. And then yeah, that, that's the only thing I can think of too is just you know the apps. Yeah, but we also have upgrades coming too. So when we get money, we're going to upgrade our phones again. Yeah, the only well, I, I can recommend the Note Seven. The screen on that thing is fucking baller as hell. Yeah, that's going to be what I get. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think only... Ashley wants one too. Like the only yeah, the only reason I haven't watched anything this week is because. I can't stay awake that long because now at work I've been forced to stay there until like midnight or 1 a.m. or whenever the fuck they're done, whenever I get the reports and shit done because now I'm pretty much having to cover for my manager and the one other guy in our department that knows how to do that shit. So like lately I'm not getting home until like midnight, 1 o'clock and going to bed after I maybe eat like cram some food in my throat and then go to bed you know right so yeah you know and then i get up at seven to turn around and go drop my daughter off to school and everything so can't really go back to sleep and take a nap and then most of the time i'm just trying to like figure out something to do to keep me awake you know yeah so lately yeah so like me watching stuff's probably not gonna be happening for a little while anyway Hopefully after this week it will go back to normal where I can actually leave at like my eleven eleven thirty time, and then there on top on top of that you know he's like well you can talk to you know you know my boss is like well you can talk to my boss or whatever and like get an accommodation made and I'm just like no because first of all you know what happens when that happens and I become that guy you know and then all of a sudden they're like well you don't want to do the work it's not that I don't want to do the work it's just I got shit outside of work I got to do too yeah the schedule changed. The problem is they're like, well, you're scheduled to be here until this time. Right. And, you know, and that's the problem is they have those official things to fall back on mm-hmm. and you just can't win the argument. But, nope. you know, we all know that's not how it works in real life. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, on top of that, too, it's like I could call out some people, too, because my boss, actually, his problem is he fucking sits there and chit chats all the goddamn time and doesn't get shit done. The other day I went into work. We didn't start working until... Well, like a half hour later than normal. So everything else we did was like a half hour later than normal. So I was still there until like midnight, almost one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I think I clocked out at 1245. It's like, shit, I might as well just get a cot and stay here then. Right. You know, because there's no point almost other than the fact that I got to go take my daughter to school in the morning. And then school pissed me off because I was walking my daughter to her class in the morning. And then the last time I went in, this one guy put, you know, stopped me and was like, you're going to have to go to the office and get a visitor pass. The fuck? I'm going to get a visitor pass for, like, maybe 30 seconds? Really? Right. Fuck you. So now I've just been dropping them off at the damn curb because, you know... I mean, Samantha... Fuck and roll! Well, I mean, I'm not worried about Samantha finding her way to class. There are enough teachers there that she can ask and she knows all these fucking idiots, so, you know... But I'm just sitting here like, now you kind of like want me to be involved in this whole thing, but then you don't want me to be involved. Like, I'm serious. Like, I really don't know what the fuck happened in the last, like, 
10 or 15 years since we went to school, but shit's just getting worse. Yep. Yeah, we really want to homeschool Titus, but... I don't want to do that because I don't have the time to do that either. But right, the that's the issue. I... Like, I want to homeschool him, but it's like, fuck, man, how are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like, I just, you know, like, bus service, something simple, easy. Oh, well, we can't afford that. Why the fuck not? Oh, wait, because you're renovating all of your schools. Oh, I get it. So you spend money to try to repair schools when, like, I was just talking to Wednesday's pre-K teacher because she had her first, like, you know, introductory day into what preschool is going to be like. And, you know, they, she was standing there telling me about the playground that they use got completely fucked up because of all the, you know, renovations they had going on. And I'm just like, yeah, and you wonder why I'm pissed off all the time whenever I come into here and into this fucking school, you know. Right. I mean, granted, if I had my way, I would have sent them to public school, but with Samantha having Asperger's and everything, Catholic schools don't have teachers equipped to handle that kind of stuff. So, and it's like, I, I'm, you know, either way, I'm stuck no matter what I do, because granted, even if I were to send her to Catholic school, it would cost me twice as much, or three times as much, really. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Even my dad was like, well, you could get a voucher thing. I'm like, yeah, but my one daughter has Asperger's, so if she throws a fucking fit, they're not going to know how to deal with it. They're just going to be like, tough shit, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it would be different if she was, like, a quote, like a truly normal kid. I mean, granted, for the most part, she's gotten, you know, pretty much to the point where she's mostly normal now. But even so, it's still going to be a problem one day when she flips the fuck out and nobody's going to know how to deal with it. Next thing I know, I'm getting called at work like, you need to come get your kid. Like, yeah, good luck, asshole. Mm -hmm. You know, then then that means they're going to call Angela and then she's going to have to come get her. And it's like, that's going to fuck up everything else. You know, I really, you know, I'm at a loss for like what to like how to even approach this whole thing. Other than to just start punching people in the face when they start talking to me. Like even if it's a cur- even if it's just a little hello, just bam, <laughs> you know, <laughs> muscle spasm. Sorry, you know. Yeah, that's that's rough for sure. And then there, and then I come in on you know I come into work and they're like, "What's wrong with you? I'm fucking tired. What do you think?" <laughs> you know, right. like I'm not. You know, it's like it's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fucking tired. You want if you really want me to act like. I mean, I've been drinking a fucking pot of coffee lately, too, just to try to keep some sort of semblance of normalcy. And even that's not really going to help, either. All that does is make me, you know, go into ludicrous speed, and then I'm just more pissed off and and on super speed at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You should be on super speed, though. That'd be awesome. Until sex starts, and then it's like, oh, well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Was it good for you? I don't even know what happened. You're welcome. <laughs> it was over the flash. <laughs> see what you did there. Um, I mean, I, I was actually wanting to sit down this week and watch uh, uh, War of the Worlds Goliath, which is an animated flick. It's kind of like it's like Diesel. It's like H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, but like moved forward into like post World War One era like just beginning World War Two, kind of. So I was like, yeah. it kind of interesting, and, and it looks pretty cool from what I've seen of it, but I just, you know, haven't had the chance to sit down and watch it because mm. it's a full-length movie or whatever. Right. 
So, so did you guys get to watch anything, or you said you started an audio book? I, I started an audio book earlier in the week. Um, it's called Dead of Night. Um, best way to describe it is it's kind of like, essentially it's like our world, kind of like right now for the most part, but it still does have some like leaps of future technology and whatnot. Well, on the other hand, it kind of reminds me of Shadowrun because there are people using magic and, you know, other, th- other you know, supernatural stuff. But the main character originally was a doctor who ended up succumbing to cancer. But even though he got cancer, he eventually found out he was, an adept, he was adept at being a necromancer. So he ends up basically hiring himself out as what they call a ghost, which is basically like kind of like a hitman or a wetworks guy. Mm-hmm. And basically, his you know he's he's a necromancer, but he also has these uh, bone dice that he can roll. And when he rolls them, depending upon what comes up, you know bad things happen to the people he casts it upon. Depending upon what comes up, sometimes it's a really good thing, sometimes it's not. You know. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, you know, he is still suffering from the effects of cancer. In a way, it's kind of like Deadpool, only much more progressed to where he actually is, like, coughing and being short of breath and, you know, feeling like shit most of the time. And the only medicine he can get is black market, like, illegal stuff. Like, he has to go to a back room of a pawn shop to get the procedure done. But it's, you know, I mean, it's a pretty cool book. Like, to me, it reminds me a lot of, like, Shadowrun. It kind of makes me want to play Shadowrun again. But it still takes place in a normal world. Like people have guns, they still drive cars. It's not like totally Blade Runner future, but they do have stuff that's kind of like a more upgraded, advanced version of Google Glass, you know, and stuff like that. So it's still relatable, but it does have some sort of like leaps of future technology. Yeah. But they don't really nail down like any sort of like time frame. Like it's not like twenty one seventy or whatever. But there are some things that are like way advanced future, and they've got the you know the magic users and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. he mentions pyromancers and stuff at one point, and you know it's a pretty interesting book. I've really liked it so far. the the guy the the guy that wrote it apparently does like more like true straight up sci fi like space battle type stuff, which I'm kind of curious to check out now that I've started reading this one, but. I got the title like recommended to me based on the stuff I normally read, like Dresden Files and whatnot. And I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, I want something to listen to while I'm driving. Plus, like I said, I was trying to find a way to circumvent the data usage bullshit. And I remember originally iTunes used to allow you to basically download the books and play them through iTunes. And so I dug out my old iPod and I was trying to be able to do that. But now that Audible has their app, in order for you to try to use iTunes to play an audiobook, they make it really fucking complicated where you have to download a bunch of extra software to download the shit to iTunes. And on top of that, because my iPod is so old, I can't get the Audible app to work on it because even though I've got the most updated software for it, it's not updated enough, you know? Yeah. And so it's like I don't have the money to plunk down for another iPod, so it's like, well, that that option's kind of fucked. Granted, I could load some of my music or some of my old podcasts that were on there, but I mean, I have been, I did download a few podcasts and listen to them on there. I was going to mention it earlier, actually. Um, I do want to give a shout out. I know they probably haven't listened this far, if they even are listening to the show at all, but uh, I do want to give a shout out to the Horror 101 podcast. Uh, it's one of my favorite 
podcasts because they, you know, review a lot of the classic like 80s and 90s and, you know, 70s, you know, horror flicks. Um, but uh, they did an episode recently where they were talking about John Carpenter's The Fog and they were talking about going to see his concert up in Michigan that we wanted to go to. Um, and they, you know, did a mini sort of like review of Stranger Things, which obviously they loved it as much as we did. Um, so I was like, I ended up messaging him and I was like, you know, we did our own spoiler cast for Stranger Things. And like, if you want to listen to it, you know, feel free to just look up, up, you know, Box Press Radio or whatever. And he was like, okay, cool. And he ended up listening to it like that day at work, I guess. And he's like, very great conversation. His only like, I don't know, like complaint or, you know, suggestion was that we get some music in here. And I was like, well, this is not normally, no, the spoiler cast is not quite our usual format for what our shows that we normally do but i mean hey you know plus like i told him we're kind of a small operation we don't want to worry about copyright lawsuits and bullshit you know i mean we were already just discussing about how poor we are you know it's like we can't really afford to be getting busted for copyright infringement you know but but they they you know he the the one guy that listened to it really liked it because he has a him and his wife and a couple other guys that do the show with him but uh if you guys like horror movies and they do a really good job, they do intercut like clips of the films and music and stuff in there. So, I mean, if if you want a really entertaining podcast that reviews some movies that you may have seen or maybe you may not have ever seen. Granted, they do get into spoiler territory, so, you know, be be prepared for that. But, I mean, they do make it, even though they do cover spoilers, they do make it entertaining enough to where, like, if you've never seen the movie, it'll make you want to. In fact, that's their tagline is, you know, there's a horror movie that's just, that's just you know, out there waiting to scare the hell out of you and we're going to help you find it, you know. So, they're, they're, but you know, I thought that was a kind of neat thing that they took the time to listen to our spoiler cast at least, so. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, so they're a pretty good bunch of guys. I was hoping to go up there because I, I knew they were going to that John Carpenter concert and I wanted to, like, say hey to them and check that out while we were there, but... But I had a show. Yes, your your burlesque got in the way. Damn them. <laughs> Bad. Damn titties everywhere. I know. But I mean, I figured I'd I'd give them a little shout out. I, I love their show. Keep up the good work. They I've I've never heard a show from them that's ever been bad like i know they got a bunch of hate mail for one recently because they reviewed a more recent horror film and they really didn't like it but i mean out of they've been doing it apparently like for the last five years so i mean for one episode to suddenly become like the most hated episode like shit you must be doing something right yeah oh but i mean that's you know that I figured I'd give them a little bit of a shout out, but I mean, I did listen to that. I did listen to our spoiler cast. I do know after listening to it that I have a problem saying like, so I'm going to try to <laughs> work on that from now on. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things that I really noticed a lot. I was when I did a solo podcast, I would go through and actually edit um, all of the ums, like I just said, and the likes out. Mm-hmm. And one of the funny things I learned is you figure out what a like and an um looks like in waveform. So you don't actually have to listen. You can just go through and find those specific shapes and say, fucking delete that shit. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was an interesting study in language listening to yourself, which you, you found out. And it's kind of frustrating. And honestly, that's one of the reasons I don't listen to our show. Well, that's one of the reasons because I, I, I don't have the time. Like, yeah. 
you know, I, I don't care. Like, it's not that big of a deal. We all have our funny quirks and phrases and things that we say, and they're not going to go away. Right. Uh, it's, it's just the way, it's essentially your brain filling the gap, letting you think and come up with the next thing that you're going to say. And our show isn't a, it's not a, a scripted show so there's definitely going to be some thought and pauses where we have to think and you know not just spout bullshit endlessly as we do that enough without trying to overthink everything so i just know that i wanted to listen to that one because for one we've changed up the way we've done the the mic setup in here too because yeah now definitely that sounds better yeah well now that Ange has the desk here and i know she uses the the mic for her resurrected sex fecta podcast. Um, I figured it's easier to have it set up on her desk with her laptop. And, you know, that way when she needs it to do sex fecta or whatever, she can just take it. Whereas the setup I had before was kind of all, you know, locked. Like it wasn't really meant to be taken apart constantly to do that. So this made it a lot easier to do it that way. And I was, and I think it works better because it's closer to us. It's easier to hear both of us. You know, I mean, they still have to turn off the AC or whatever when that's going. But other than that, I think it definitely improved the audio quality from our end. And yeah. again, and speaking of AC, mm-hmm. like this weather is fucking killing me, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so hot out here. It really, ha- I mean, it's been a little bit muggy here and there, but for me, it hasn't been totally terrible. It's here. basically humidity here. Yeah, and it hasn't it's, been terrible. It's the either. humidity, like eighty-five and a hundred percent humidity, or even like eighty percent humidity, is just jungle, sweaty balls, <laughs> uncomfortable town. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting here like, fuck, man. I I really need to figure something out because the weather is either like freeze your balls off cold or sitting you know your own soupy ball sweat Mm. so it's not not my favorite weather i i prefer the cold to the hot because at least with the cold like if we're gonna sit here and record a podcast i can put on a fucking you know i i've recorded podcasts with my full hunting gear on Mm -hmm. where like i'm supposed to sit in the snow for four hours and not be moving right and I'm totally comfortable. Whereas in the summer, it's like, well, I'm not going to sit here completely naked, and that wouldn't be comfortable either because bugs. Yeah, was, uh, bugs. On top of that, if you happen to have your garage door open, people are going to get an interesting show. <laughs> right? Yeah, so. it's... Uh, the summer is more difficult to deal with as far as weather goes because I don't have any... I have a fan, and in the winter, I have an infrared heater, so it actually, if I know I'm going to be out here, I can turn it on an hour before and heat up the garage. Whereas in the summer, it's like, well, I don't have air conditioning, so it's just hot. Um, I did actually watch a show this week that I almost forgot that I watched because it was that good of a show. <laughs> um, it's the, the Netflix series Difficult People. Oh, how is that? I thought that was uh, Hulu. Oh, yeah. Hulu. Sorry. It's Hulu. Um, not Netflix. It's Hulu. Yeah. Um, I didn't... I mean, it's okay. It's not a great show. But the show's premise is basically about two people that they're struggling comedians. 
and they're trying to make it into show business, but everything that they do to try to make it big ends up failing somehow. So every show, they get, like, some sort of break, and then they fuck it up somehow. Yeah. But they're the biggest assholes as well. So, like... Well, that sounds enjoyable to watch, though. I mean, it's funny in that respect, because they're, you know, such assholes that it's like, okay, how are they going to fuck this one up? Um, But, like, it gets to a point where you're just tired of hearing them fucking complain about everything going against them, because they don't think that they're doing anything wrong. And it's everybody else's Right, it it never changes. Yes. So it's just like, all right, can you guys just fucking get a clue for a minute and figure out that it wasn't everybody else's fault, it was your own? Because every episode, something happens to them, which it was really, they fucking did it themselves, but they turned it around to say it happened to them. Anyway. Yeah, I had to quit watching that Last Man on Earth because of kind of similar reasons. Yeah. It was that, and it was also just so cringy. It just makes you uncomfortable watching it, and I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, it's not enjoyable when it's not cringy, and when it's cringy, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, there's some, like, situations where it comes to, like, they get into, like, borderline racism sometimes. Because one of them is Jewish. Well, it's either one or both of them are Jewish. The guy is gay. And then she's, like, in a uh, partnership with a guy, but it's, like, there's no love there, and you can tell. And then there was an episode where he was, like, we need to be, I think we, we've been together for so long, we can do at least a domestic partnership since you don't want to get married. And she's, like, fuck that. You'll mm-hmm. ruin everything. And he's, like, ruin what? <laughs> and, like... What is there to ruin at this point? Yes. Because, like, you know, whatever. And it's it was just, like, so awkward and weird. And I'm just like, what the hell? Apparently, this is how people that are younger than us, like, this is what they relate to. And it's like, ew. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> yeah, and some of it, I just don't understand the dynamics of, of a lot of things in there. I'm just like, this must be, like, the new shit that's going on that I just so, don't understand. Something I just remembered, um, Luke Cage comes out pretty soon. Yay! Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're adding all the Disney movies to Netflix this month, but they're all of also, the, all they're of also the adding, uh, yeah, the recent ones. They're adding a bunch, I guess, not all of. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're not adding the old, older yeah, ones. No thing King, I'm, no I'm really like it'll be nice to have that stuff for Titus to watch you right. know that's cool but I'm really excited about Luke Cage yeah uh, I just I like the way that they shoot and film and edit those series so right. I'm excited for those regardless of you know whatever if it's good or bad like I didn't particularly love a lot of the things about uh, Jessica Jones right but I still thought it was fun to watch just because of the way they did it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. You know, make more. I don't care what it is. I'll watch it. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, Netflix has been on a pretty good roll with, like, their their original series and stuff. 
I mean, yeah, you've had, like, Orange is the New Black, but that one's been going for a while. But as far as, like, the yeah, newer that stuff... That one I can't watch. I mean, I, when I say more stuff, I mean superhero stuff. Right, but I'm just saying, like, the Netflix shows in general, like Stranger Things, Luke Cage is coming on, and it looks amazing so far from the, the previews I've seen. You know, uh, obviously Daredevil's, you know, granted it had some misses last season, I think, but, I mean, I still enjoyed it overall. Um I mean, like Jessica Jones, I enjoyed overall. Um, I know, like you're still into Orange Is the New Black and everything. How did you think of last course. season hit up, honey? Of Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, yeah. Was it good, bad, or just kind of there? Like it ended on a major cliffhanger, which I'm not a fan of cliffhangers. Everybody mm-hmm. else, like especially something that only comes out once a year, right? For like. It to go on hiatus, like a show to go on hiatus for like a month or two for a cliffhanger. Like Walking Dead does. Yeah, yeah. that's fine because you only have like a month or two to wait. But if you're waiting like basically a year for the fucking cliffhanger to be taken care of, I hate that. Uh, I forget. Like, yeah. Right. And then you have like to even back. even shit that I'm excited about or that I really like when I know I have to wait a year for the next season or you know whatever. I just check out, and a lot of the time I'll quit watching it, and that's why I typically don't watch stuff until it comes on Netflix, because I know I'm going to get at least, you know, three to four seasons or 75% of what's out there. Yeah, but and it's just like, and then when it does finally come back, you have to watch the whole last season just to remember what the fuck happened. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's the only thing that drives me nuts, because they... I find Orange is the New Black to be really, really to be a fun and interesting show because they do something different right. with uh, the characters every season. They build new characters and they build upon the old characters every season. So it's kind of like they give you stuff to look forward to, but then when they end it on a huge cliffhanger, you're stuck for a whole year waiting. Right. I don't. I don't particularly enjoy that one. So. Yeah, I hear you. Um, they've had. We've still ch- been. We've still been watching Shameless. We found season five at the local video store. It was like three bucks to rent the whole season. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Uh, we're like halfway through that season now, and it's really really good. Um, the third season was not my favorite. It was okay, and it had some high points, but overall it was kind of bad. And it does kind of do the thing where it's like, how are they going to fuck it up this time? Or what's going to come along and screw them over this time? Mm-hmm. But they kind of keep it grounded in reality where it's shit like, yeah, well, that would happen. You know, you're not, they're not making shit up. It's not a fairy tale or a, you know... It's not some kind of fantasy where, like, well, that would never happen in reality. It's like, oh, yeah, I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. And that almost makes it worse because it's kind of like, you know, I'm not afraid of ghosts, but sharks are terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that same effect where it's like, oh, no, that is the kind of thing you should be afraid of. Yep. Like, every every issue that comes up is usually a realistic issue that you can see happening to your own self if you fucked up as much as... Yeah, if, if you made that series of particular terrible decisions, um, you could see that happening. But it also 
the problem with the show and why it probably should have ended at like four seasons or three seasons mm-hmm. is it gets to the point where you're like, okay, you're just you're essentially just making the same mistakes over and over and not learning. Mm-hmm. And there's this clear path to not having this fucking terrible life. And it's like, I, I would rather see them just figure it out or not and end the show one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a train wreck that you can't look away from. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, they could become less stubborn and hard-headed, but then it's like, it's so good when they are stubborn and hard-headed at the same time. But, yeah, it's like they could have ended it a long time ago. Um yeah. But they just kept going. They're like, oh, well, we're just going to keep on playing on this card that he's just that big of an idiot. And he's just going to keep using the same people over and over in the same way. So, yeah. Yeah. Overall, though, I, I'm really enjoying uh, Shameless. It's one of the better shows I've watched this year and the last couple of years. And I think it's really like the actors and actresses that are in that show that are that good. And it, it doesn't hurt that they're, most of them are extremely attractive. Yes. And there are a lot of titties and fucking in that show. And it's not hard to watch. Yeah, well, of course. But um, a lot of them do it really well. Are you at the point where the... Uh, the guy just came back from the boat. Okay. She got married. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to not spoil things, and that yeah. might kind of be a spoiler, but. Is the it, one couple. That's, there's uh, a lot of weddings in that show, so it's fine. Is the one couple still fostering, or are they trying for their own? That. No, they, they are way past that. They have new issues resulting from their own. Okay. Alright. <laughs> there are. Uh, Basically, so it's not a spoiler. One person cheats on someone on accident and tells the other person they have to cheat on them to make it even and then is really upset about it. Okay. Well, it's it's going to get better, believe me. Yeah, I'm sure. So I was kind of like... It always are, does. Are they still fostering? Are they still trying for their own? And then, yeah, it gets... Yeah, the whole, uh, the whole mother thing was really creepy. Yeah, it, it gets worse. <laughs> like Great. you think it's it's worse now it gets worse that that pretty much <laughs> that should be just the the summary of that show like on the back of the box it should just say it gets worse <laughs> yeah. like every season just it's worse than last time oh yeah it gets so much dot worse. dot dot but in a good way <laughs> yeah you just can't look away yeah um, a new oil tanker has just entered the train wreck Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, actually, with uh, and it, it even gets worse with, um, God, I forgot her name. The chick that's like taking care of everybody else, Fiona. Fiona. It gets worse for her, like a lot worse. Oh, I'm sure. Like she, she, she goes seems to be the one that really, really has the the serious big issues. But like she, she's been holding it together the whole show. Well, she's been falling apart the last season. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it gets worse for her, too, because, like, all of a sudden there's just no end to her her issues. Yeah, the so, whole okay. cocaine thing was really bad. Yeah. 
And then the whole thing with Jimmy showing up and yeah, I'm just like, well, and that that's one of the prime examples where she could easily avoid this whole train of issues mm-hmm. by making a good decision and she continues to make the bad decision. Yeah. But and that she... also kind of reflects real life where people do that. They get used to those bad decisions. Yeah. But then she blames it on everybody else too. Like yeah. if he hadn't done this, I wouldn't have done that. But yeah, it's like if you had fucking paid attention to what you were doing, then that shit wouldn't have happened. But yeah, so yeah, that doesn't get any better. Oh, I'm sure not. Like nothing it, in the show gets any better. I was gonna say, but at some point, so it looks like it's gonna get better, but then it doesn't, and I'm like, this bitch needs to just stop. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, I have been watching a lot of youtube i kind of i'm unsure of some of the stuff at work so i don't want to like push my luck right um so i haven't been streaming twitch because i don't know why but that seems like businesses frown more on watching a streamed game as compared to a youtube video for some reason Mm -hmm. and i've just been kind of watching a lot of podcasts on video rather than just listening to the audio Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Um, so, been watching a lot of that stuff. Um, obviously, at the same time, listening to a lot of podcasts while I've been watching them. And other than that, I've been watching a lot of Twitch streams. I just watched the end of a thousand plus hour marathon of Monster Hunter. Uh, these two guys switched off for a thousand and nine hours i think mm-hmm. and their stream never was offline they just streamed non-stop for a month and change essentially um that was interesting to watch and you could tell at the end they were real done mm-hmm. you know they had they had done everything there was to do in the game and it's just like all right so we're gonna help other people get to the end of the game essentially so we're going to do this content that takes no effort. And it got to the point where they were doing like contests where it's like, let's go into this arena with these terrifying monsters and see who can cook the most perfect steaks. Because essentially you sit there, like you pull out a spit with a piece of meat on it and have to sit there and crank it until a certain point in the song where the meat is perfectly done and then hit a button but you can't move or do anything until it's completed or you fail or whatever you cause it to end. So the monster can just decide to kill you. So they would do a contest with four people to see who could get the most perfect stakes before the end, before three people die and the mission is failed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff like that a lot of little challenges and like, let's go and do this really hard content with like the first gear you get in the game. You know, just shit like that, which is fun, mm-hmm. but you could tell they're like running out of ideas. So I don't know. It was cool. I enjoyed watching it, um, and they were really interesting people, so that helped. Um, you know, you kind of get the storylines of people's lives for real, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I watched a bunch of the stream of the Destiny Community Con in Florida that we were going to attend, and didn't end up being able to 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looked freaking awesome. They ended up having like 5,000 people there, and they raised uh, over $500,000 for St. Ju- Jude's Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Um, and we're definitely going to try to go next year. It's going to be bigger, and it's going to be in July, which kind of sucks for Florida. Okay. And then it's uh, it's going to actually involve Bungie, who makes Destiny, yeah. which will be cool. They couldn't involve them this year because they named it uh, Destiny Community Con, and the company couldn't be involved because they were like, we can't let you use our name and then be a part of it, but not sanction it and be a real backer. Right. So if you just make it a generic, like, Guardian Con next year is the name, Bungie can be like, hey, we're just going to be there. And it's no big deal. So that's kind of cool. Um, and we'll have, you know, essentially a year, you know, like 10 months to plan for it. So... Hopefully we'll we'll be able to go to Florida and take Titus to Disney World and all that stuff. And I think like three is a little young still. Yeah. But it's not so young that he won't enjoy it. He just probably won't remember a lot of it. Yeah, and there's probably and, gonna be some things you won't be able to take him to either, like, you know, like Haunted Mansion or something. Because even though that one's very tame, it's still like for Yeah kids we might were, still be kinda creepy. Yeah, we were actually kind of debating on whether or not we should take him to the Heston Steam Museum for the haunted uh, train ride. Yeah. And I had a buddy um, here tell me that he took his kids and he said it was a little too scary for them until they're like 10. Right. And I was like, well, that's pretty scary then, I guess. Um, He's like, well, I have daughters, so... Um, Titus doesn't really seem to give a shit about any of that stuff, though. Like, he doesn't really get scared right now. Right. So it might be fine, too, but at the same time, it kind of defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. We may go for that and just not take the haunted train ride, because they'll still have stuff going on, like a, a whole harvest thing, you know? Right, right. Um, and then uh, I did forget, too, we're going to be in Fort Wayne September 10th, for the Matt Anthony Brewfest. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be there for that. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to go, but. Um, no, we've talked cool. about it. It is. Isn't it's 35 bucks. Fest? But, uh, no, the Hearst Fest is uh, September 17th. Oh, so that's the week after. So I, I did want to mention it because I wanted to tell you guys you might want to see if any of the local breweries or Rudy's or anyone is interested in getting someone to help out at a booth for a couple hours. Yeah, kind of do like Because that. then you, like, at worst, you would only have to buy one ticket instead of two. Right. Mm-hmm. So just something to think about. Um, and I'll, I, I do want to see about talking to Neil and getting the podcast there officially. Right. Um, because that would take care of it, of course. But I just wasn't sure whether or not I was even going to be able to be there this year. Right. So I didn't really bother with it. Um, and also, I, I did kind of want to just go and enjoy it and not have to work this year like I did last year. Yeah, definitely. Even though that was still kind of, it was still a lot of fun, but like... For yeah, you, it was great, but... You were kind of stuck, you know? Well, and I, I actually do prefer working at Brewfests as opposed to just attending them most of the time. Right. Because you get to try all the beer before all the crowd gets there. Right. 
and you don't have to worry about wandering around and you have somewhere just to hang out and be and you don't need to worry about all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is nice to just be there and not have to worry about anything when you know so many people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of flipped the other way now where it's like, oh, no, I, I would rather just be able to hang out and chill with people. Um, and if somebody does need help pouring, I can just say, yeah, go take a bathroom break and I'll pour beer for you. I have a, a license. So. Right. Yeah. So um, you go, honey, I'm excited license about to that. Use. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, uh, yeah, that and um, what else did I watch or do this week? Um been watching a lot of thomas the train still yay (laughs) it's not the worst i I actually don't mind thomas too much it's all right say me i still miss the old school like shining time station with mr conductor being george carlin you know yeah either that or ringo star depending upon which season you're watching but i mean I, i miss that show because i like the idea that they had like the thomas scenes and then they had everything else going on, whereas now with the 3D, you know, animation and everything else, it just kind of like, to me, it just seems kind of like, I know it's cheaper in the long run for them to do it that way instead of, like, actually filming model trains, but, like, you just put a whole bunch of model train guys out of fucking work, guys. Good job, you know. Right. Because, <laughs> like, that was the part I liked the most, because, like, I even had a model train set when I was a kid, even though my dad got mad because I let my friend borrow it next door. And he filled a lot of the, uh, like the, like the, uh, I want to call them like dumpster cars, but they're basically just like freight cars, but they had the open top. He yeah. filled, he filled a bunch of those with like cat litter or something just to make it look like gravel, you know? Right. So that kind of, that kind of gummed up the works a little bit, but I think my dad actually still has it in a closet somewhere. Nice. I, but I, I mean, I, I like the show for that aspect because I like the idea that it was like filming model trains and kind of like stop motion almost. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like the three, I mean, don't get me wrong, the 3D models and everything are cool and the animation's cool, but... Eh. Yeah, they do a really good job with that stuff. It's it's nicely done. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's not torture for the parents, which is nice. See, what um, you need to do is you need to show Titus footage from Skyrim with the uh, dragon mod where all the dragons are, are Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Yeah, he actually would probably really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And he he doesn't mind some video games. Like he watched he watched me play a little bit of Destiny tonight, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of sat there and drank his bottle and was, you know, happy enough with that. Ooh, bright colors, people shooting each other, yay! <laughs> yeah, he he gets bored after about twenty minutes, and he starts making the train sound, and he does the arm thing. Yeah. Um, he'll run into the room and say, choo-choo. Yeah. And it's like, okay, fine, you can watch Thomas. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's pretty cute. I mean, at least it's that instead of like, put on Thomas, you dick! You know? <laughs> right. Like our kid. Well, other than the you dick part, because that wouldn't go over very well with me. <laughs> we just, yeah, but that's essentially what's that being yet. said. Oh, if they do learn it, they will unlearn it real quick. <laughs> Just saying, though. Once they learn that shit, they're going to make yeah. all those dicks. But, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, other than that, um, been, I played a lot of Path of Exile this week. It has about four days left in the current uh, league or season, like a Diablo season kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
and this season was they did prophecy so you would find silver coins and go talk to a certain person in town and you could seek a prophecy for a silver coin and then it would say you know the next time you come across this type of monster one of them will be a unique tough one mm-hmm. and it'll drop a unique item or when it dies it'll resurrect into a really powerful version of itself mm. you know stuff like that or really benign stuff like you know when you use a transmutation orb on a piece of gear it'll gain an extra resistance and stuff like that just a real variety so you know it adds another aspect another dimension to what you're doing and that's fun because it kind of keeps it fresh you're not just killing the same monsters over and over with no change because you're still killing shit constantly it is a action rpg right um you are grinding and that's why we like that game Mm -hmm. um you know if you enjoy grinding that is a good game for it i enjoy grinding but not like that giggity really (laughs) wow um and it's funny because the company's name is grinding gear games and i'm like well you nailed it (laughs) yeah you really nailed that one uh so i i got two characters over level 50 this week which is two of the characters at the highest level that I've ever gotten to in that game and actually completed the bases of builds. The idea is like you say, I want to make, you know, a character that uses this skill. Well, you might have to get to level 50 to actually fully realize it because you won't have the stats to use the abilities that you want to use until you get there. Or you won't even have access to some of the spells. Yeah. So it's it's been interesting, and I did my first foray into buying items from other players. You have to go look up who's selling what on a website and then copy a message to send to them hmm. and then send it to them in the game and then meet them in town and trade because you don't actually use, like, gold as a currency in, this, in the game. There's no money. There's just uh, crafting currency. So items will cost, you know, like 10 chaos orbs, which is, you know, kind of the the main, you know, good currency, the equivalent of gold in a game. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple higher and a couple lower, and there's conversion rates like five of these equal one of these, but it's all user-run economy. It's not dictated by the game. Hmm. So that's kind of a interesting take on the whole currency thing right because if you you know you want to do something but you don't have enough money for it you can just trade you know something you do have a extra of to right. be able to do it so that's cool yeah so um, actually yeah, played a lot of that so actually I, I had an idea that i mentioned to angela the other night but i was thinking it'd be kind of cool to because i know you have uh Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, correct? I do. Okay. Because I know, like, you have it, I have it, and I know I could pick up a copy for Ange, like, pretty cheap anyway. Yeah, it's like five bucks when it's not on sale, I think. Right, so I was thinking it'd be pretty cool to, like, have all of us play it and kind of, like, do our own, like, playthrough sort of things. And, like, you know, maybe, like, talk about that maybe through, like, the month of October, you know what I mean? Like a Halloween sort of like playthrough thing, like that kind of lasts all month or whatever. 
I don't know. It's kind of an idea. I was just tossed around in my head. Plus, I know like the you know we could do like the unofficial patches or whatever, but not anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I don't know. That'd be kind of cool just to play through because I know there's been a big resurgence in that game lately. So yeah, I I'm down to try whatever. There you go. You know, games are fun. <laughs> games are games, man. I hate games. I don't like to play video games. Lies, lies. All They're for lies. nerds. I'm not a nerd. Yeah. Okay. She who has two degrees in IT and system security. Yeah, you're not a nerd at all. <laughs> not supposed to tell people that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I started playing a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy 15 again. Okay. Um, I just I've always kind of liked that game and wanted to give it another shot. I haven't gotten very far. I think I've gotten like level 10. Ooh. And I really, really am liking it so far. I want to spend more time on it, but I just haven't had online? the time. Cash is warm. So, uh, just, uh, yeah. Been playing a little bit of that, not a lot. And it's probably one of the best-looking games I've seen for an MMO. Because it still is, like, cartoony. Mm-hmm. But it's it has enough realism to it that it looks like an alternate universe or something like that. It's really sharp, and they, you know, they spend a lot of time making sure, like, items don't clip through other items. You know, like in World of Warcraft, you'll put on a cloak and your sword will always go through it, or your head sometimes doesn't fit in the helmet right. Yeah, and there's, like, there's just none of that in this game. Like, everything fits perfectly, even the goofy-ass cosmetics. Right. Um, so, I, I've been enjoying that quite a bit. And then I started playing a little bit of Destiny again just because there's so much going on and Rise of Iron is coming up pretty soon. I want to kind of jump on that train and enjoy the launch of a big game like that. Well, don't miss the train. <laughs> no, definitely don't want to miss the train. Yeah, but I also Especially know... Especially when you're trying to jump on it and then you miss and then you bust your shit. That, that really sucks. <laughs> like a hobo. <laughs> like a bad hobo. Yeah. Yeah, no, actually, uh, I know Tuesday, the final DLC for Fallout 4 finally arrives, Nuka World, so... Like, what is the point of Nuka World? Basically, Nuka World is basically modeled after, like, Disneyland, essentially, or Disney World, and it's all themed around Nuka-Cola, and basically it's going to be in the Commonwealth somewhere around Boston, Massachusetts area. Um, apparently a raider faction has taken it over and I guess like th- playing through it you do kind of have the option to play as a raider which I know a lot of people that play Fallout have wanted to do or have been trying to mod doing it forever and now this this one is supposed to give you the option to do that which I just want to see like how well they kind of model their their theme park within the game after yeah, the theme I, I kind of just want to walk around that thing like I want to play right. it with no enemies at some point like mm-hmm. just use a command line and be like, no enemies. Mm-hmm. Just so I can run around and see the world sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, it looks really cool because essentially, I mean, they've got like a Wild West themed area. They've got like a kitty like, you know, area. They've got a, a space future tech thing, kind of like Tomorrowland. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how much they model and what sort of Easter eggs they, they I'm sure they've put in there. So, I, I mean, it, the trailers look really good. I really like the fact they came up with, like, a, a theme song for the for the park that's kind of like, you know, 
almost kind of it's a small world ish, but I like the fact that they're like you know meeting the minimum safety standards. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like nice. But yeah, and they have their their mascots, uh, Cappy and Bottle. You know. <laughs> Nice. Just like, do I actually get to capture Cappy? And he's like, work the bajillion caps. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's like that I would own. Be kind of cool. I put Cappy in my pocket, so I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich, biatch. <laughs> so, what would Bottle be? Bottle's the Bottle's the comedy sidekick. If you if you watch the uh, the trailer where they're just doing the theme song, and it's like an animated like thing where they're basically talking about the safety regulations around the park or lack thereof. Um, Cap, uh, Cappy's the one that's always like, yeah, we're okay here, we'll be fine. And, you know, Bottle's like, yay, and he always ends up getting beat up or knocked over or, you know, cut in half or whatever by whatever it happens to be. Like, there's one where they're going through, they're going on a roller coaster and there's a tunnel and Bottle, because he's so tall, he raises his hands up and he ends up getting, like, decapitated. Nice. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it, It's kind of like a little itchy and scratchy going on. A little bit, but it's not violent because, I mean, he's essentially a bottle of cola. So, I mean, I guess if you want to sit there and think about how cola is blood to him, you know, you kind of go dark with it. But they yeah. treat it in a very lighthearted manner to where it's almost kind of like, it's like itchy and scratchy without the blood so much, you know. I'm just really glad that my head is not a bottle cap. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like bottles there and then Cappy is just a cap with arms and legs. So it's like, okay, kind of has its little steamboat willy sort of nods here and there, but... It's yeah. it's very I mean it looks really interesting and besides all the DLCs done now so now the modders can really go to town and go crazy and you know now now we'll, we'll you know now I can finally like play the game without having to worry about create I mean I'm sure they'll still be doing updates probably but as far as like the major DLC updates that usually fuck up any mods you have to begin with I can now hopefully at least get a few months out of it you know where I don't have to worry about that and I can just play through it finally like for the for the first true time. So, cause I've played enough of it here and there, but I always keep restarting and doing different things. So now I want to actually get in and like put my nose to the grindstone and finally get a really good solid playthrough. Nice. So, so yes, everyone has that to look forward to, I guess to hear from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually kind of excited to hear how that one is. I, I still want to play fallout four, but I think I've kind of come to the conclusion that I'll do the same thing I did with three and play it like a year after it came out Mm -hmm. and you know just kind of spend two or three weeks on just playing it constantly right so just exploring and doing random shit and yeah yeah and just kind of bits and pieces of dlc where i feel like it not not consuming all of the content the second it's ready yeah, well, that's kind of why I want to do it because now all the DLCs out there, so I know there's not outside of modding and stuff. There's not going to be a lot of new huge content to worry about. It's like I've never even been to Far Harbor yet. You know, I haven't even messed with the contraptions or building a vault or whatever. So, and then even those, like I kind of figured, like those really aren't DLC. Those are just extra like shit. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, like Nuka World because it's a whole new world, new NPCs, maybe a few new characters here and there. You know, Far Harbor obviously is a completely different land with new characters and new story and everything else. So, you know, like those two I kind of consider the true DLCs, whereas like everything in between, like the workshop stuff, just kind of, it's just extra shit for you to do if you're so inclined. Nice. Cool. 
Well, did you guys have anything else? I think we probably should start wrapping things up here before Call Note takes a shit on us. Yeah, and besides, we need to get to bed because we got early shit to do tomorrow, so... Same here. I, I have to be awake in about six and a half hours, according to my phone. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's roughly about the same for us, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Feel free to check us out. Facebook and whatnot, you know. Yep. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week and continue doing shows. Uh, and then maybe... Uh, Maybe we'll try to do a show, yes, (laughs) and maybe we'll try to do a show from, or not from, but after the Matt Anthony Brewfest in like two weeks, because next weekend is Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Yes, so we'll definitely see how that's going to pan out. Yeah, so we'll be in touch and figure out all that scheduling. Alrighty, well, everybody take care. Yes, go forth and celebrate the end of Gotopolis Day. Yay! All right, have a good one, you guys. Peace. Later.